0: Good Morning Pensacola, Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts
1: right now.
2: Well I'm on my way, I don't know where I'm going, I'm on my way, I'm taking my time but I don't know where, Goodbye my rose the queen of Corona, see me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
3: Good morning, 11 here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, last broadcast day uh, for us of the year. So uh, when we talk again, it'll be a new year. I know, whatever. Um, <laughs> joining us now by phone, we have Julio Diaz, the host of Let's Go Pensacola, heard at four o'clock on Saturdays, and then also the host and founder of the Pensacola Movie Club, where they watch movies together and talk about them. Julio, welcome back, sir.
4: Hey, good morning, Andrew. No, uh, no, let's go Pensacola this week, unfortunately, because FSU was, uh, uh, how prevented. do I say this politely, uh, robbed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're uh, PC birds, so they have a bowl game on Sunday. No, oh,
3: you're, you God. don't have to be polite about it at all. They absolutely were. It, it, is, it was a great uh, injustice, well, and if only well, they had gotten their proper bowl game on Sunday, then you could have been doing your show on Saturday. So you know, yeah. The rubber. word I want to use.
4: Is, the word I want to use is not
3: FCC approved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> As a non-FSU fan, I completely agree with you. Yeah, um, and I'm not either. <laughs> no, um, no movies yesterday or today, but we had a couple come out on Christmas, right, including. Is it a is it a musical? The color purple. Or what's what's happening here?
4: Yeah. So there, there's been a you know a trend over. I mean, it's been several years now, a few decades now, where a, a movie will come out, uh, you know, that is not a musical, and then they'll make a Broadway musical out of it, and then the Broadway musical will be so successful that they decide to make a movie of the Broadway musical. So that's what we've got going on here, and for some reason it seems to like. Every time it seems to throw people like, this is a musical? Well, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, did you did you miss the fact that this won a whole bunch of Tony Awards and, you know, had a hugely acclaimed soundtrack and there's, you know, obviously singing and dancing in the trailers?
3: Can I say uh, this I, on I, behalf I I of don't... all of us who live outside of New York City? Yeah, we missed that. <laughs>
4: Well, I mean, the maybe maybe the Tony Awards. I get, I get that not everybody follows the Tony Awards. Right. I get that, but I mean, you know, if you follow, I, I, I realize not everybody follows Entertainment News as closely as I do. But if you follow Entertainment News at all, there you go. The stuff pops. Have you heard of a thing called Wicked? Because there's a movie of that coming out next
3: year. I can't wait for that because I still haven't seen the original. Yeah. I want to. Okay. I just haven't. But so. there
4: you have you have you heard of a thing called Hamilton? You know, right. these things do get into the popular consciousness. You know, so so it's not. It's not that obscure, so it always kind of kind of throws me a little bit. We're going to go through the same thing in two weeks when Mean Girls comes out. Yes, the Mean Girls movie that's coming out in two weeks, that's a musical. It's based on the musical that was based on the movie. So <laughs> this, this cool. does happen right. from time to time. Uh, yeah, so, is it uh, any good? Getting, uh, getting fantastic reviews, actually. Running about uh, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of praise for the cast, uh, especially Taraji P. Henson. Some oh, she's great. She's an Oscar shot in, in this. Uh, Danielle Williams from Orange and the New Black* and Peacemakers in this. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, this is this is this is a contender.
3: Okay. Uh, how about Ferrari? What's this one about?
4: So you remember a couple of years ago there was a movie out called *Ford versus Ferrari*.
3: Yep, my son loved it. Who's a big fan of uh, Fords and Ferraris. Yeah, so this is
4: just the Ferrari half of that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the other half of the movie that you didn't know you wanted in the first place—is that right?
4: I, jo- I joke a little bit. It, this is this is about the the man Ferrari, but the the, the events of Ford versus Ferrari are
3: part of this same. movie. Okay. So
4: so some of the, some of the stuff does happen. Some of this is about stuff beyond that. But some of this movie is stuff you've already seen in Ford versus Ferrari which is really weird because this is directed by Michael Mann who was a producer on Ford versus
3: Ferrari. Oh, interesting. Well, so, you know your material, I, you know, I guess. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I guess. Uh I mean the the, the reviews are pretty decent. Uh running 75% of that. Oh, okay. I usually like Michael Mann's movies in general, but uh I am hearing back from you know people that I know that have seen this that say it's really boring. Hmm. And it just it just kind of looks like homework to me. <laughs>
3: So, um, um so know, despite, despite the rating, you'd say it really is just a retread. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was a good dad. Thank you. Um, and what about boys in the boat?
4: <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, based on true story of the, uh, the 1938, uh, American Olympic team that went to, uh, the Berlin Olympics to compete in the, uh, and I guess it's crew would be the, uh, you know, the, the guys rowing the boat. That's, okay. I think that's the yeah, that's sports right. crew. Uh, so, you know, it's big inspirational sports movie. It's a big inspirational sports
3: movie. You kind of know where these okay. are going from. All right. to start. Either right. You're a sucker for that kind of thing or not. There are going to be obstacles. Uh, There's going to be conflict, and then in the end you're going to feel awesome.
4: Yeah, uh, directed by George Clooney. Getting oh. okay reviews, running 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. All
3: right, what are you guys going to watch next week?
4: Well, it's January, which means either we're going to finally get some, uh, some of the Oscar releases that we haven't gotten here yet. We're still waiting for four things to open in Pensacola. Still right. waiting for American fiction to open in Pensacola. Right now, those aren't on the agenda. So the big national release next movie is a horror movie called Night Swim. That uh, looks like a movie that comes out in January.
3: I got gotcha. you. All right. It's yeah. all we'll the movies we weren't going to bother promoting big in the end of the year.
4: Okay. All right. Well. But, but then again, this week last year, uh, uh, last year was Megan, which being oh, yeah. a, a huge hit. Yeah. So, that turned so, out know, we'll to be see. great. Yeah.
3: Well, very good. We'll look forward to talking to you uh, next week. Uh, Happy New Year, Julio. I always appreciate your time. Uh, Julio is the uh, Julio Diaz, the host of the Pensacola Movie Club on Facebook. Follow them, and also let's go Pensacola, just not tomorrow because of the uh, the great injustice done to FSU. Julio, we'll talk to you next week, sir. Sounds good, Andrew. Thank you. Happy New Year. You bet. You too. Eight sixteen News Radio ninety two three Transgressors comes up next. If you don't know what that is, oh, oh, you're in for a delight. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Mm.
0: Well, we're looking great out there. No accidents or major slowdowns to report, but we do have that report of nails in the roadway. That's going to be at West Fairfield and Mobile Highway. So if you're headed on West Fairfield this morning, headed toward Mobile Highway in either direction, please use caution because we do have reports of some sharp objects there in the roadway. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking clear. Highway 90 coming out of Milton this morning through Pace is looking good. No accidents shown there. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. Let's see here other parts of town. Uh, No delays on Burgess or Olive. Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. And uh, looks like Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let me know. You can call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
2: Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Prim and Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They also have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Prim and Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Prim and Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com.
1: This is Lewis Baer wishing you a safe and happy holidays. Please don't text and drive or drink and drive. Well, in a few weeks, Cat Country celebrates their 20th
4: anniversary. And on behalf of the Apple Yard Agency, who's been around over 60 years,
1: we want to wish you the happy anniversary and the best holidays possible. We love our partnership with Cat Country. This is Will with Hill Kelly Dodge wishing you a happy holiday from our family to yours.
0: It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3 AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device.
1: It's news on your terms. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the transgressors memorial service. Remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew remembering those who we have lost.
3: The first remembrance is for Nikki Haley, after this week's epic blunder. When asked during a town hall in New Hampshire about the cause of the Civil War, she gave this unbelievable
1: answer. What was the cause of the United States Civil War?
3: Well, don't come
4: with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. The freedoms and what people could and couldn't do.
3: Um, Did you think maybe part of the answer should include mentioning slavery? In fact, the man who asked the question was so dumbfounded by her failure to mention that peculiar institution at all, that he said so to her, to which she quipped, What do you want me to say about slavery? What do you want me to say about slavery? Well, perhaps you could say it was an atrocious practice that viciously violated the rights of millions of kidnapped Africans and left us a lasting legacy of racism in this country in addition to being the main cause of the Civil War. Duh. But her quip reveals something deeper. She seemed to think that saying this obvious truth was somehow unnecessary or irrelevant or a waste of time. But as the wise guidance of Finkler's fifth dictum on virtue signaling teaches, "...never passeth up thy chance to publicly state an obvious truth, for thusly shall the very embodiment of virtue be signaleth. By her challenge back to the man, Haley seemed to be saying there was no need to state something as obvious as that slavery caused the civil war and was a heinous crime against humanity, and that surely he must be wanting something more than this from her. No, Madam Ambassador, he just wanted to hear you repeat the sacred phrases of inclusion whenever offered the chance. And your clumsy efforts at nuance, depth, and sophistication are not wanted here. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, Jimmy Fallon, for recently misgendering Hunter Schafer, a transgender woman and one of the stars of the upcoming Hunger Games prequels, during a recent interview, Fallon callously did gender violence to Hunter and. I must warn you. This is powerfully triggering stuff.
1: This is unbelievable. This is really cool. Yeah, I think now was- you're in Hunger Games. I know, as a capital, as a capital person. person. It's
4: crazy. It's crazy. It's really. It's it, yeah, crazy.
1: Look at you.
3: Congratulations, bud. Absolutely. Come on. Is that? Canada. I know. Is everyone okay? M- may I continue? Because I feel your pain at him calling her by the obviously masculine term, bud. Now, yes, we realize that Jimmy Fallon calls everyone who comes on his show, bud, including women. But this is beside the point. Our entire movement is predicated on mastering the art of finding outrage and offense where none really exists. And in this case, using a man word and referring to someone who had to overcome the trauma of being identified as a man at birth and becoming the Shiro that she is today is appalling. And even though Hunter did not seem to take offense at the offense, it is always up to us the uninvolved busybodies of the Wokosphere to take offense on her behalf. As every young otherin learns, never pass up a chance to take offense. And we do. Oh yes, we most certainly do. Jimmy Fallon, for felony inadvertent misgendering and linguistic battery in the second degree, thou art hereby expelled, bud. Woe unto all who offend.
2: Woe unto
4: all who offend!
3: <laughs> Finally, Our hardest encouragement this week goes to the fine people at HarperCollins doing Gaia's work with the offensive, outdated, and unacceptable works of Agatha Christie. As anyone who has read the famous detective stories of Hercule Poirot and Miss Marple knows, Christie's work contains several serious defects including references to characters as being black, Jewish, and gypsy. She wrote that a judge had a quote, Indian temper. She labeled characters as being oriental and even described one woman as having quote, such lovely white teeth and another's female torso as being, quote, of black marble, a tint-shaming reference to dark skin tone and a completely unnecessary insult to members of the American League Against the Defamation of Granite. Some readers may even be surprised to learn that the famous novel And Then There Were None was originally called Ten Little N Words and was published under that title until 1977 and was originally set on N-Word Island, later changed to Indian Island and subsequently Soldier Island. Needless to say, we believe a giant favor has been done to Agatha Christie by allowing her works to be cleansed of such filth instead of simply being canceled altogether. And that's why we celebrate the diligent efforts of the sensitivity readers at HarperCollins, for poring over her works and purging them of their unrighteousness. Alas, it is true that sensitivity readers across the publishing world are paid extremely low wages for such important work, These noble guardians of our collective virtue should really receive pay that reflects their important contribution to our culture of justice and inclusion. You may see them merely as underemployed grad students from the literature and women's studies departments, but we see them as the vanguard of our very moral fibers. If fast food workers in California can be paid $40,000 a year, surely the sensitivity readers at HarperCollins can be paid $120,000 or more. Is virtue scrubbing a dead white lady's detective novels not worth at least three times as much as... Scrubbing the floor of an actual dirty restaurant bathroom? We say let economic justice be done for these fine advocates of diversity everywhere and enjoy the refreshed and sanitized detective stories they've made safe for you to read once again. Woe unto all who offend.
1: Woe unto all who offend!
3: As you depart today, please take time to light an incense stick on behalf of Tesla owners everywhere who are currently struggling with the very real existential crisis created by knowing that They are helping save the planet by driving their magical electric vehicles, and yet knowing that the profit on those cars goes to Elon Musk, whose ridiculous devotion to free speech is ruining all the good work that had been done to restrict content on Twitter before he bought it. The moral anguish is real. Refreshments this week are provided by a chip off the old block, bringing the flavors of wood and cheese together in a bowel-soothing harmony you just have to taste to believe. Yes, these salt-free, trans-fat-free, gluten-free, non-GMO cheese puffs are lovingly made with a special blend of non-dairy imitation synthetic cheddar mixed with pulverized tree bark dust from the sacred groves of Klamath National Forest. You can really taste the intestinal obstruction.
1: And now, brethren, sisterin, and otherin, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more.
3: 825 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Jake has traffic on the fives. Yeah, that's great.
0: Um, nails in the roadway. Yes, the, you heard me right. Nails in the roadway. We don't like that. So if you're traveling down West Fairfield Drive this morning, headed towards Mobile Highway in, in, in either direction, you're going to uh, maybe experience nails in the roadway. That's what we had a report of earlier. Hopefully, somebody's cleared that up by now. But. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, otherwise, looking at the map, no slowdowns or accidents reported. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, you're looking good there. Highway 29 south out of cantonment into Pensacola is looking good as well. Also, no uh, slowdowns on Burgess or Olive. If you see anything out there, let me know. Call or text 437-1620.
3: I'm Jake Walker, Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Going into the newsroom now with David Wayne, who's got our headlines for us. David?
1: Well, U.S. and Mexican officials are pledging to work together more closely to slow record migration at the shared border. The governments of both countries issued a joint statement yesterday, one day after Secretary of State Antony Blinken and other U.S. officials met with Mexico's president to discuss the issue. The U.S. Census Bureau has released uh, their estimate for the U.S. population at midnight on New Year's Eve They've projected the U.S. population will be three hundred thirty-five million eight hundred ninety-three thousand two hundred thirty-eight at the stroke of midnight, Andrew.
3: Um, excuse me, but if it's midnight, it's New Year's Day.
1: How? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to nice Andrew statement. ruins everything every morning, right here on News Radio, and. Andrew, I think this is the biggest news of the also, year.
3: Also, just, just as an FYI, because we talked about this story a little bit, of course it's a sampling and a projection, and it's a, we right. don't have an actual count. And there's there's it, no such thing as an actual count of the people in the it world. Accounts, yeah, that's right, it accounts
1: the, for one birth every nine seconds and one death every 9.5 seconds.
3: I, I imagine some somebody somewhere has got this idea like there's an actual counter of people, and there's a dude who's like, plus two, minus three, plus four, minus three. And there we are! Eight billion! It doesn't work that way. Go ahead, David.
1: <laughs> in the biggest news of the year, in my opinion, anyhow, a new Guinness World Record has been set, Andrew, for the pizza with the most variety of cheeses on it. Pizza chef Benoit Wabruel, how cool of a name is that, has created a pizza with more than 1,000 varieties of cheese. Uh, he also had the previous World Record. He created a pizza with 250 varieties of cheese back in 2020.
3: Okay, Kit... Can- can I can I be this guy for just a minute? Because I know I'm not anything other than this guy all the time. Um, <laughs> can you? Yeah. F- first of all, you can't possibly taste the difference. There's no way you can taste the difference between 250 versus a thousand shades of cheese on your.
1: And, and also, second. Are there even a thousand? There can't
3: be. There's no, what is it like one piece? Right, one piece one of cheese. Dink, one piece of cheddar. Dink. I mean, I don't. You, in any given bite, you can't possibly say you're getting all the flavors unless somehow you melted them together and poured the slathed the liquid over. This doesn't make any sense to me, David. This idea.
1: Well, do a thousand varieties of cheese even exist? Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes, that's not a problem. No, no, that's okay.
3: that's that's doable. The problem is the premise that you can somehow capture all thousand on a single pizza, like it's nutty. And also, again, you wouldn't even be able. It's only to be able to do it so you can say you can did it. That's you just true. Did it? See, so you, you know yeah. what I mean. So anyway, all right. So, but but thank you for the um, the exercise and logic. And yes, midnight is the day after. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. I, I stumbled across this today and I just have to share. It doesn't have anything to do with anything other than I stumbled across it today. Um, it was a post on one of these uh, like Gen X sort of Facebook groups that I'm a member of. And um, it had a picture of the RCA Select Division video disc, the giant record sized video disc that you would put into the machine. And, you know, it was an ad for that from back in the day. And it made me realize, you know, sometimes there's that person in your life who still is attached to advocating that the video disc was the better quality, just like the uh, the Betamax was the better quality, right? And, um, I mean, those people can be entertaining for a while, but typically they're pretty annoying pretty quickly. Uh, so don't be that guy, unless you have a radio show and your name is, McKay. Um, <laughs> David will have your local news coming up next after Fox. Thanks for listening.
2: I'm Therese Crowley. Donald Trump is removed from the main GOP primary ballot by a Democrat secretary of state, citing the Capitol riot report and her belief that Trump committed insurrection. Trump's legal team calls the ruling atrocious, promises a quick appeal. Even GOP challenger Rhonda Santis tells Fox... Can
0: you have a Republican secretary of state? Uh,
3: disqualify Biden from the ballot because he's let in eight million people illegally, a massive invasion, including uh, from enemies of our country.
2: DeSantis says Maine's move opens up Pandora's box. Well, not many details coming out of the Mexico City talks on curbing the migrant surge, but word that the U.S. and Mexico discussed amnesty for illegal migrants who've been in the U.S. for years, it talks pick up in Washington again next month. America is listening to fox News
1: Good morning, eight thirty one at news radio ninety two three right now, thirty five degrees. It is mostly sunny, absolutely beautiful morning here in Pensacola. The search for Isabel Lawson continues. We're now learning that the 24-year-old was spotted Wednesday at a gas station in Mobile. Lawson was reportedly with a homeless man there and again asking for rides. The family was able to find the man that she was with. So far, Isabel, though, is still missing.
4: It definitely does that she's being, that her movements are being tracked. And we can see the direction she's going. We thought she might try to go to South Florida. But it looks like she's trying to make her way back to Los Angeles.
1: That is Isabel's father, and he tells Channel 3 that she needs help, not only with addiction, but with mental health issues as well. Isabel walked out of a treatment facility on Tuesday. Her family and local police have been trying to find her ever since. Governor Ron DeSantis is speaking out against Florida's teacher unions during a roundtable yesterday in Iowa. The governor said they're not putting the students' best interests at the forefront of their agenda. We've
0: been raising teacher pay in Florida uh, every, every year I've been governor. But so much of this union has become very partisan to try to use the schools
2: to impose a partisan agenda. That's wrong.
1: Several teachers unions across the state filed a federal lawsuit back in May, alleging that a state law placing restrictions on unions was retaliatory for their organizing. Well, a new law going into effect in the new year that hopefully will improve relationships between police officers and Floridians with special needs. The Protect Our Loved Ones Act will allow law enforcement agencies to create a database of people that may have conditions like autism, Alzheimer's, or other mental health illnesses. That information will be added into a system if it's given voluntarily. The goal is to better inform police officers of those issues before they arrive at a scene. Escambia County deputies say they're looking for a man that's been missing for several weeks now. 21-year-old Marvis Bedgood last talked with his family December 18th. The sheriff's office says he's now considered missing and endangered, and they believe he may need medical attention. If you have any information on Marvis Bedgood, contact the sheriff's office. A South Florida rabbi says his people will not be deterred after a string of bomb threats. Temple Sinai was one of three synagogues that received a bomb threat yesterday. Rabbi Alan Litwak says it's the third bomb threat that he's received in the last several months. Bomb threats were also reported yesterday at synagogues in Parkland and Coral Gables. No bombs were found in any of those incidents. We do have big news on the taco front. A report in the News Journal today says that Escambia County may be getting a Del Taco restaurant. Del Taco, a popular Mexican fast food chain, uh, most of their locations are on the West Coast. They do have locations nationwide and five other locations in Florida. A developer based in Miami is looking at a location off of Brent Lane for the first possible Del Taco here in Escambia County. They've submitted plans to the Escambia County Development Review Committee. If you've never been to one, they uh, have Mexican food staples like tacos and burritos, but also breakfast, burgers, and various dessert items as well. It is 835, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. We had a report earlier
0: of some nails in the roadway at the intersection of uh west fairfield and mobile highway so if you're headed that direction in either direction east or westbound uh, just watch out at that intersection for possible nails in the roadway uh, otherwise, looking around town, I don't see anything else popping up on the map. No accidents or slowdowns to report. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton this morning headed through Pace on Highway 90, nothing slowing you down there. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good. Otherwise on the map, let me get over here. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents uh no slowdowns on cervantes and bayfront parkway checks in without delays this traffic report is brought to you by discover discover wants everyone to feel special with live 24 7 customer service learn more at discover.com credit card limitations do apply if you see anything out there slowing you down let me know 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives
2: we are going to have a beautiful, sunny, and cold day today. Temperatures starting off in the 30s, warming into the 50s for highs, 52 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures back in the 30s, 36 degrees. Nice sunny weather for Saturday as well, high near 55. Saturday night, temperatures back in the 30s, 37 degrees. For Sunday, sunshine with a high near 60 degrees. And Sunday night, temperatures dropping into the 50s. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
1: Right now, it is... 39 degrees in Pensacola, 39 also in Gulf Breeze and 1 degree cooler, 38 in Milton. Your money now, the market's mixed at the opening bell today. The Dow up 4245 right now 3775255. S&P 500 up 258 at 478593. Uh, the Nasdaq uh, down 102 at 159412 this morning. Our 10-year bond rate up slightly at 3.87%. Gold prices up 12.80 at 207070. Silver prices down uh 53 cents at 2383 this morning. Right now, Bitcoin up 45432 at 2995606. Well, mortgage rates are down for the ninth straight week. That news coming as the Federal Reserve signals they could cut interest rates next year. The average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage fell to 6.1%, according to new data from Freddie Mac. Researchers now revealing how much social media giants profit from child and teen users. A study led by the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health found that social media companies made about $11 billion in ad revenue from U.S.-based minors just last year. YouTube-led in revenue gained from users age 12 or younger – At $959 million, Instagram and TikTok led in ad revenue derived from teens 13 to 17. Researchers say they're concerned about the amount of data collected for those targeted ads. And there's one more chance to hit it big in Powerball this year. Saturday's drawing features a jackpot of $760 million. A cash option on that would work out to about $383 million. It is 8:38. Your next news at 9. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3.
0: News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Streamless live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3, and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola.
3: Goodbye. All right, I've got a, uh, I got a frivolous topic for us today. No rap today. I just, I honestly, I failed to schedule it. Uh, my schedule has been so off by coming back on a Wednesday that seemed like a Monday to me. So I thought, oh, I got time. And then it was Thursday. I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> I've done this badly. So here we are. It's the the last Friday of the broadcast year before we get to New Year's Day on on Monday, which we'll be here. We're always here every day except for Christmas, so we'll be here 6 to 9, live doing the show like we always do, so if you're out and about or in and around, whatever, you know, we're still here, you can listen uh, every day of the year except Christmas. Anyway, um, this one today, our frivolous topic of the day, it is inspired by a tiny little slice of pop culture that you are all familiar with.
1: My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates.
4: You never know what you're going to get.
3: I love the fact that his mouth is full (laughs) on that part. You never know what you're going to get. Um, But the question is, and this is, I think, relevant to a lot of us since the holidays, do you like the Mystery Chocolates gift box? You know, the Valentine's heart with the bunch of mystery chocolates or the box with the mystery chocolates. You know, the ones that you bite into them to find out what's in them. You know, they're like the uh, Obamacare for Pelosi. you got to pass it to find out what's in it, right? You gotta, and even before you pass it, you're going to find out what's in that chocolate. See what I did there? Anyway, um, so four three seven sixteen twenty. 20 Do you or don't you like the mystery chocolates box? Four three seven sixteen twenty. Feel free to weigh in. Pro or con, make your argument. Okay? Jake? so
0: i'm assuming that there are boxes with no uh guide to what is in the
3: box or? well that's a different question okay but okay. no let's let's start with that one because that's the easier question so you're just, saying like if i just want to you just got a box that. and no guide no index okay. no nothing you just you mm. know eat and hope
0: i don't because i've had many bad experiences that's where it. Yeah, you bite into that one that's like a brick
3: <laughs> or a cherry
0: yeah i pulled a tooth out one time Did doing you? that <laughs> no you did not. One of the really hard caramel pieces, yeah. I thought it was one of the softer, you know, nougat oh, ones. God. And I bit into it, and yeah, that tooth came right out in it.
3: Wow, that's mm-hmm. way worse than anything I was prepared to talk about. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty Dear, Don't you like the mystery box of chocolates? Um, what about with the guide? When when you've actually got the Well I mean, but you know the, the truth of it is that the guide is as useful as the instructions at an IKEA. <laughs> Right. Like it's it's <laughs> it's like the, down, like the Korean, you know, English is their fourth language who wrote the how to assemble your child's toy. It's as useful like the guide is never useful. Yeah. First of all, how many times did you get the guide? and You're like, which way is up? And he can't figure you can't match up the guide. The index pictures with what you're actually eating or the guide is just wrong or you can't d- decipher. I mean, you know, all the problems. Right. So I think the guide is pretend help. Okay, right. but does the guide does it solve anything for you? No. No, I don't even look at it. Yeah, I mean, th- the best thing it's going to do is maybe give you a little bit of a suggestion that you're going to like or dislike this thing. Uh 4371620. Um do you like or do not like the mystery chocolate box? Let's see. You got a bunch of uh somebody Jan says, "Nope. It's <laughs> risky." No, see, this is where I'm at. And I have more to say, but uh yeah, I think that the um the basic problem of the mystery box is that two basic problems. Number one, you never know what you're going to get. That's a flaw in the system because there's not any food that I go and think, you know, hey, give me my food in a black box and let's find out what we're doing here. (laughs) That's never going to happen. And number two, the problem is that, now see, you wouldn't object to the mystery box if they were all good. Mm. They are so often not good. It's like all the reject candies get thrown in that box and they think that somehow if they hide it under cover of anonymity, then all of a (laughs) sudden you're going to be happy with it. No, the problem is you buy it and you're like, well, that's why nobody pays for that one on its own, right? Because it shouldn't exist in the first place. If it were all awesome, that'd be one thing, but they are not all awesome. 4371620. Let's see. John Texas in here. Uh, only a Whitman sampler will do for my wife. Nothing else. I've learned the hard way.
1: <laughs> <Well> done, <laughs> sir. Uh
3: and and by the way, let me let me put the asterisk on my opposition. You always buy your wife whatever it is she enjoys. And if she likes it, you buy it. That's not a hard equation to figure out. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to like it. You just buy her the thing that she likes. That's why you buy gifts, to make them happy, and that's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing for the husbands, by the way. Uh, I mean, wives buying for husbands. 437-1620, uh, somebody here says, uh, yes, because if you can't find a flavor of chocolate in all that variety, you simply don't like chocolate. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, if you dislike the whole body, But why should you have to wade your way through all of the mediocre ones? At best, mm-hmm. in order to get to the one good one that you, why don't you just buy a box of those? Mm. That's what I always think is like. Why not just get that? Somebody says uh, I prefer the guide. Um, probably any chocolate will do. Uh, it's Kim. Somebody says I love the mystery. Oh, okay. Well, tell me more though. Why? May- maybe. Okay. I, I'm. I'm imagining there are some people who kind of like all of them, mm. and therefore the mystery box is kind of exciting. Right. You know, because it's sort of like. Hey, here's your uh, your sushi that you can't see. Oh, but I know they're all going to be good. So, okay, Mike, I can see that. Uh, somebody here says uh, just uh, 437 Uh Crunchy frog. Oh, crunchy frog. <laughs> yikes, yikes. Uh, no, no, thank you. So, uh, Kate just came in. She's uh, from our sister station, ESPN Pensacola, 1370 13, and FM 99. 13, One. Did I get it right? 1330. Did I get it wrong again? Bored. <laughs> Lord. I do listen a lot. sometimes. ESPN,
2: Pensacola, 1330 right. AM, 99.1 FM.
3: I'm going to get an angry letter in my email. You can confuse people. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so um, the question of the day was, uh, Forrest Gump. Mom always said, life's uh, like a box my, of chocolates. Of you never know what you're going to get. That's a good movie. The question, though, is with Christmas around and people eating box of chocolates out of the mixed box, do you like the mixed box? Well, our consensus is no. Hmm.
2: I would prefer a box of Ferrero Rochers.
3: There you go. Hmm. I love that. But it's good.
2: as far as the mixed box... It can be entertaining to try to. <laughs> I don't like to look at the thing that gives you. Don't you don't use what, the guide. I don't use no. the guide. It's even almost look useless at it. anyway, right? So it is kind of entertaining just to be like, hmm, and then you either have a weird face on your a mm. weird look on your face after because it's disgusting, or you love it, or it's mediocre. Either way. But see, I think. the But it's people, usually dry. It's not like the chocolate it's in the, the box best. is just like yeah. drier. It's not good.
3: I, I also wonder if the people <laughs> who like the mystery box are not also the people who like the, what do they call them, bamboozleds? Is that the awful-tasting jelly bellies? Oh, yeah. Where you don't know whether it's coconut or, Mm -hmm. like, you know, slug shell, you know, (laughs) like that kind of thing. (laughs) And I do not enjoy that either. I don't need to be – my food doesn't need to surprise me in that way. 437-1620, Four three 7, 16, 20. let's get a quick traffic from Jake here. Go, Okay, ahead, Jake. we're looking good
0: around the roadways here this morning. West Fairfield Drive at Mobile Highway. We did have a report earlier of nails in the roadway, so please use caution if you're headed in that direction. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is checking in clear. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, and it looks like uh, Fairfield is looking good and W Street. Uh, Blue Angel Parkway, everything's checking in clear. So if you see anything out there this morning, let me know. 437-1620 is our uh, is our traffic tip line. And I do have a sponsor. This traffic is brought to you by Tire Trust Incorporated, wishing you a happy new year. Drive safe. And when it comes to your vehicle, put your trust in Tire Trust. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Five.
3: Can I also say that when Jake does a product sponsorship in this show, it's real. In Pep Talk, might not be. <laughs> yes, I had a fake sponsor, Smugglers, uh, last week. <laughs> so uh, thank funny. you. Oh, that's so uh, creative. So the uh, the frivolous topic of the day. The fr- <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, chip off the old block. Uh, <laughs> the frivolous topic of the day is: Do you like the mystery chocolate box? Four three seven sixteen twenty. Somebody here says I will never eat Jelly Belly bean uh, Jelly Bellies the variety pack ever again. Yes!
2: yes, I'll never just eat them. I don't like Jelly Belly. Gross. Yeah. Well, that What I don't, I don't just, I just don't think they're that good. They're too sweet. Good. I agree.
0: I'm with her on this. They're what? too sweet. and that Way one too sweet.
2: that's multicolored is Ronald the worst. Reagan yeah.
3: loved Jelly Bellies. Do well, you hate America too? No, I just hate his choice <laughs> of candy. I'm just kidding. Fine enough. Mm. Uh, so somebody texts in. This is the most first world problem ever. Thank you. Mm. Aw. it is. Hey. I love that. I enjoy living in the first world. How about you? We're blessed. Yes, I know. I'm great. happy. I, I will say this. This topic is also one where. um this is a good illustration of the reason we do The Frivolous Topic because, you know, the, we started it during COVID when I just said we cannot do four hours every single day on COVID. It's, mm. it's driving us all crazy. we got to do something else. And we started doing this, and then I realized along the way that the, the value of The Frivolous Topic is it genuinely does give you that question you could ask somebody in a pinch or just for fun or your kids or the dinner or conversation whatever just
2: I mean it's it's that's a good conversation these are just, dinner topics yeah, yeah.
3: ask somebody Icebreaker. the question you know do you guys like the uh, the box of mixed chocolates mm-hmm. the mystery box chocolates you know and you'll have a conversation and you know could it, it's a little bit more than an elevator question you know if you're the kind of person that likes to make that awkward silence into an awkward conversation in the elevator uh, for all the elevators we have in Pensacola. But, because um, <laughs> we don't have a lot of tall buildings. Anyway, but uh, this is the kind of question, that's a good example of a question you could honestly ask, me. you know, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And you can have your talk and find out who you're dealing with. 849 on News ninety two three. Oh, what was this last one? You can get all cherry, jelly, belly, bean packet, Cracker Barrel. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, you know, that's do, cool. Um, uh, I did find out. this. You'll appreciate this Because it's kind of like the mixed nuts question. You know, do you like mixed nuts or do you rather just have all cashews? Because after the fifth cashew. pistachios. Oh, no, you're right about that. You can They all just kind of taste the same. Um, but the idea of the variety pack, because when you have them all, like I love the, uh, oh, what is it now? The There's nuts. one jelly belly that I particularly oh. like. It's coconut flavored, I think, or mm. vanilla bean flavor I forget what it is, actually. I love it so much. But somebody bought me a giant pack of those, a, a relative who loves me dearly, bought me a giant pack of those one time, like a pound of that. And you can only eat like four or five before you're like, that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> I need some other variety in here. 4, three, seven, 16, 20, Kate, as always. Thank you. Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year.
3: Good bowl games coming up. You want to
2: stick around and talk about yeah, football? Yeah, we can hang out. All
3: right. Let's let's uh, let's do that. Uh, yeah. let's, uh, sports ball. We'll, we'll be ball. back in just a minute. Yeah, we'll talk some sports ball here in a second. I'm Andrew McKay.
1: Here are the News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30-day period unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 are non-transferable, non-redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30-day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit newsradio923.com.
4: Do you know what the imagination is?
0: Oh, sure. That's when you see things, but they're not really there.
4: Well, that can be caused by other things, too. <laughs> no, to me, the imagination is a place all by itself. A separate country. Now, you've heard of the French nation, the British nation. Well, this is the imagination. It's a wonderful place. The snow's come. it fall Watching the people
3: All right, so we got some football to talk about. We got uh, Kate Thomas in here from our sister station, ESPN Pensacola, thirteen thirty AM and FM ninety nine one FM. Kate, good to have you. And I, uh, we did this on the fly, on impromptu, because we got so many interesting games coming up this weekend. Uh, I'm curious what you think. Now, I, I did. Did you watch it all last night? I don't know if you caught it last night. The Rutgers Miami game was almost interesting. I
2: I was watching Thursday Night Football instead for NFL with Cleveland Browns, which was the the Jets and Browns. It was huge. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I I just don't know what else to say. They just he's sitting on his couch. They pick him up. They've been through so many quarterbacks. The Browns are going (laughs) to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. This is a team that at one point in time was in Baltimore, moved back to Cleveland, at one point in time, Flacco was the quarterback for the Ravens. At one point in time, he was the backup quarterback <laughs> to Sam Darnold. I was surprised and, uh, to hear
3: Joe Flacco was still playing football. Frankly, Wilson. I didn't know that the was Jets. happening. So there
2: was so much on the line in this game; it was crazy. So yes, Thursday night football for me.
3: Also, didn't the Pistons lose their fifty third game in a row or something last night? Twenty eighth game in a row. It's m- not w- the same ever? Pistons. It's, it's, I
2: wish. Uh, I grew up with the you know I the, the mid eighties
3: Pistons. <laughs> that's who I knew. You know, so uh,
2: I wish we knew them again. <laughs> I don't.
3: So football coming up this weekend. Uh, let's see. We got tonight.
2: The, oh, there's Ball. all kinds
3: of stuff. There's stuff on like mm. what is tonight?
2: Tonight is the Cotton Bowl, Missouri and Ohio State. Oh, yeah. That's well, I'm not be watching.
3: A, I mean, I'll probably watch it, but I'll just be rooting for anybody who's playing against teams Ohio are State. Ranked,
2: you know, all year long, Ohio State, they got last game in the regular season. Michigan's now beat them three times, so they didn't make it to the college football playoff.
3: I saw a funny meme on, online it said uh, the, uh, Ohio, the Michigan game, there's only two states in the whole union who are rooting for Alabama in the Michigan game, and it's Ohio and Alabama <laughs> because of Ohio State. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but tomorrow, uh, I won't talk about Auburn. Let's just hope, hope and pray. Uh, but we have the FSU-Georgia game. Yes. To so me, that's ta- to that's me weirdly, night. that's the game I'm the most interested well, in of all of them.
2: Well, this is why it ho- hopefully it's an interesting game, but combined between the two teams, almost 40 players is, have are opted it out. 22 players uh, from FSU alone. They've okay. got so many guys going to the NFL draft. Georgia, their two biggest players aren't playing. It's going to be a game of backups, it's, and Georgia, this, still, has many. Game, Georgia still has yeah. starters that are going to be mm. playing, and FSU has a few. But it, how exciting? I'm not sure. What also is going to be exciting is Lions Cowboys. That's.
3: Oh, that's tomorrow. That's, that's night, on Saturday, right? Saturday too. night. Yeah. And,
2: uh, that's a huge, huge game. Um, uh, we've got a great weekend of football, Dolphins I'm ex- and Ravens I'm on not Sunday. Real, I'm not
3: really – okay, so I've, I don't know if I told you this, but um, I was born in the Detroit area, Pontiac actually, and so I was raised as a Pistons, Tigers, Red Wings, and Lions. Right. And, of course, Lions is not something you ever admit in polite society with, ever <laughs> um, for the longest time. But it's exciting to see them play well, and I do. Yeah. I feel like that's the team I secretly have loved all these years and never allowed myself to admit it. I'm just, I'm just weirdly optimistic. I hope it turns out for them this year.
2: Uh, they're looking good this year they still they need to stay consistent and uh just play the ball that they can play best at I mean when they're doing that they're unstoppable but the Cowboys they've got something to prove too coming off a couple of losses they get losses, made fun of a lot uh, they should
3: yeah well that's not fair only
2: people in Dallas like the Cowboys okay and so a the, few others <laughs>
3: so then the games on Sunday like Saturday I I, I guess so, I did not realize the FSU Georgia game was going to be such a no, I'm
2: not saying don't watch no, it because it's going it to be aired right here on News Radio oh, 92.3. But so make sure to tune in. It's
3: not going to represent those teams the way. It's
2: not what we've seen this season now, okay. and, and and that's what's unfortunate now about bowl games because players do go opt out because they want to stay healthy. Right. if they're they don't want to risk an injury that costs them inc- a contract. Correct. Right, for sure. It used to be a big deal. People are more accepting of it now, but people still do have strong feelings about that. That's something you could even ask the listeners here. Uh, how do you feel about players opting out for the bowl games? Right. It's a good question to ask. A lot of people have very strong feelings. Uh, Dolphins, well, Ravens. Well, is it, is
3: it a profession and an investment, or is it an entertainment and a sport? I mean, that's, that's your well, question. And, and they're not getting paid yet, right? That's right. W- so. d- well, it
2: depends on if they g- received NIL money right, or right. not. But before mm. the NIL, you know, I couldn't believe people made a big deal about it. At least now, majority of them do have NIL Some money. Some kind of deal. But, for, mm. but the argument people are saying is, you've committed to this team, finish it through
3: which is i mean as a moral that's argument sure argument. Right. but then right. again i think the, the flip side of that would be that personally that, don't get but injured but that mm-hmm. that um corporation let's call it that for what it is the college has not compensated you fairly for the commitment you've made to them
2: right and if you want to make the big bucks and that's why a lot of these guys do it to take care of their families later on and make it to the nfl it's only about 1 or 2% right. that Tiny actually amount. make it but um yeah they don't want to risk injury and i agree with that so i agree with the opting out i know others don't
3: jake you got traffic on the fives uh sure
0: yeah we don't have any major accidents those nails in the roadway on west fairfield and mobile highway have been cleared uh no accidents no slowdowns to report so everything's looking great you can always text me or call me on our traffic tip line 437-1620 i'm jake walker this has been traffic on the fives.
3: thanks so much jake uh, back to kate for uh, just a minute before she's got to take off out of here so sunday is the big games Dolphins-Ravens is a No, no, I, a don't, I don't care game. about the NFL. Okay,
2: so you don't care about the NFL. All right, let's talk <laughs> about Monday then, New Year's Day. That's when we've really got oh, that's the games when the, that that's matter. that's when the, uh, the, the two games bowl, are.
3: Right, I'm sorry, right. The Sugar you're right. Bowl.
2: You've got Alabama and Michigan in the Rose Bowl. You've got Texas and Washington in the Sugar Bowl. That's your top four right there. That's who you're really wanting to watch. If you want to watch the Fiesta Bowl, which you should, it's earlier in the day, Liberty that's the and Oregon. That's the appetizer. It's the warm-up bowl. But Monday, a day of games starting at noon, all on ESPN. SPN. So make sure to tune in. But the, the the later two games, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, that's going to be who's decided to play in the national championship. So big day for football on Monday for I sure. I like
3: Washington over Texas. What do you think? Penix uh, is just so good. <laughs> is he playing? I mean, he's playing, right? I, he's so good.
2: I am I, taking Texas. Yeah, that's oh, what I
3: said. All right, there you go. That's but, what Jake predicted. What do yeah, you, what I, you got? You going gonna, you gonna to go taking, for Michigan? Or? No,
2: I've got Alabama, Texas in the national championship. I think Alabama beats Michigan. I think Texas beast, Washington. And I, yeah, I think we see a rematch. Well, Alabama, those are Texas the games and... that are going to be fun to watch. They for sure. are. That's going to be inter-
3: And I, what I hope every year, it seems like there's three games, and it seems like two of them are good. And one of them is just ridiculous.
2: I think Alabama, Michigan is going to be disappoint. more exciting. Oh, you think that'll be the good one? I think it's going to be more exciting than Texas and Washington.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Kate, thank you. You're she welcome. She does Sports Drive from 730 to 830, uh, Monday through Friday, on our sister station, ESPN Pensacola, AM 1330 and FM 99. one. I get it, you got it. Close enough, anyway. All right, uh, yeah, time for future it. news, a very abbreviated one. We already did the football question, yeah. so we don't have to do that one again. No, go ahead. Um... <laughs> The Catholic Church, and we talked about this earlier on in the show, uh, will the Catholic Church actually bless same-sex unions anytime this century? No. No, I don't think so either. Uh, People have been misunderstanding this every single time. Uh, Will the Supreme Court relatively quickly handle the question of Trump's eligibility now that Maine has dived off the deep end and have taken him off the ballot? See, I thought they were going to drag
0: their feet on this one.
3: I think they will rule fairly quickly. I would be surprised if you don't get an expedited review uh, relatively quickly and, and get done with all of that. Uh, That's it for us. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you on Monday.